At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo Game Plus, iHeartRadio, Baton Rouge. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. In the house, Kelly, we forgot our pro tip of the hour last hour, or at least I did. Yeah, uh, we didn't forget. I just talked too much about the Fortnite Championship. You love yourself some Fortnite Championship. <laughs> our pro tip of the hour, by the way, had to do with tennis once again. Uh, and it's just a sort of a reminder for next year's U.S. Tennis Open. When betting futures for the U.S. Open, think about players who did really well during the hard court season during the spring, like Iga and like Carlitos did this past year. But don't look as good necessarily during the grass season, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, maybe they're, they're not playing as well. No, they might be just punting on grass season for, uh, for emphasis and taking a run at the U.S. Open Slam. That's your pro tip of the hour right here on VEASAN. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Still to come this hour, Josh Towers, also Pete Futak on college football. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, always thrilled to have this guy on. Second week in a row. It's happening every single Wednesday right here. It's our own Mike Pritchard. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, Gil. Thrilled to be with you guys again. Well, we're thrilled to have you. And let me just, I, I think I did this last week too, but we have a we have a tweet specifically tailored to you. This is from Michael Lafon. He says, Gil, last week you read my tweet to ask Mike Pritchard to analyze wide receiver prop bets, and he was spot on saying Derek Carr continually looks for Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. It was an early win. Uh, or an easy win, rather. Mike should handicap receiver totals every week. He has insight having played. So shout out to you, Mr. Pritchard, on that for Mike Lee. Hey, I'll take it. You know, it's fascinating, Gil, because what we talked about last week was the fact that, you know, wide receiver position is a franchise position now. And just look at the go-to guys for for the team. Uh, Look at all the speed in the league, too. Um, Just pulling back the curtain, I know evaluators, scouts, they're looking for – that's Tariq Woolens, you know, the guys who are former wide receivers that they can convert to corners because they need more speed on, on the defensive side of the ball. So there's a clear advantage uh, to wide receivers and offenses that are prolific, uh, and the league knows that, and defenses are trying to play catch-up right now. I mean, the obvious one, obviously, is the Packers. Uh, no Devontae Adams uh, in terms of just what, you know, wide receiver headlines from this past week. And we, we said on this show, I'm sure others have said on the network, it's like uh, you can't expect the Packers not to be impacted by the absence of Devontae Adams on the other side. Um, it's one thing to go to a team if you help try to improve one team, but to, to leave might even have more impact. Do you believe that this is going to sort of haunt, I'll, I'll use that word, haunt the Packers all year long? Um, 
maybe not all year long because I know the Packers are trying to create a sense of urgency out there. Uh, you know, back-to-back divisional games, we saw and heard the words from Aaron Rodgers in terms of uh, the young pups. I call them pups, you know, and uh, they got to catch up to the standard and expectations. The expectations for Green Bay is not just the playoffs, it's the Super Bowl. Um, and I think Green Bay is going to be tinkering. I knew that going into the year. I think they'll run the ball a little bit more, maybe take some pressure uh, off of those wide receivers. But for Aaron Rodgers to be effective, for Aaron Rodgers to help this team get deep into the playoffs in hopes of the Super Bowl, those guys are going to have to catch up. And, and I think they will. You know, week one to week two, there's such a large leap, uh, Gil. And I expect the Green Bay Packers and those wide receivers, now that they got a taste of NFL action, to kind of settle in and let their natural talent uh, take hold and, and help that football team. Last thing before we get to your thoughts on week two, because I, I want to give you your props on this as well. I asked you some form last week of what team are you down on that, that others aren't, or what quarterback are you down on that, that maybe conventional wisdom isn't down on? And you, without hesitation, you're like, oh, Kyler Murray, for goodness sake. <laughs> and Arizona just got trucked by the Chiefs in week one. They're six points, so you were all over that at least one mm-hmm. week through, but they're six-point dogs now, uh, six-point dogs this week uh, against the Raiders, and I'm just like, that's too many points, isn't it? I, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, the Raiders, they have offensive line issues, and I didn't see the Raiders really uh, get to Justin Herbert uh, that well, even though they have two all-pro bookends on the defense, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Uh, but, you know, the Chargers are a different animal. You know, I think Kyler Murray in Arizona and what's going on with that organization internally, uh, it's just, they're just not off to a great start. And, and I don't know how you fix it within one week, fix all of it within one week. But, you know, that's just a lot of points right now at the beginning of the year for the Raiders who have a lot of questions themselves. They don't have a, a starting offensive line unit. You know, they're, they're ro- rotating about seven guys up front. Uh, they haven't really established a running game either. So, you know, if it's a passing affair, you know, I give Arizona a, a fighter's chance as long as they can protect Kyle Murray. And, you know, you look at that number. I mean, it's, I see a six out there. There's yeah. certainly five and a half across the board right now. But uh, it depends on where the market settles out, though. I mean, I, I would look at the points for sure uh, early on in the week. Yeah, a lot of six reduced juice and, and five and a halfs out there right now. What yeah. do you like best as you scan the week two slate of National Football League games, again, with a doubleheader on Monday, this uh, public service announcement. Once again, doubleheader this coming Monday. What were the games that stuck out to you? Like, what intuitively you see the lines and you're like, oh, that's not right? Well, I'd like Detroit, believe it or not. So um, do I. That was one yeah, of mine. Right? Yeah. Right? And so I'm seeing I'm seeing a one and a half, which is crazy to me. But, uh, you know, you think about um, opening line and then certainly climbed. It got to two and a half. There's some places and I see twos. But uh, there you go, right back to one and a half. So I, I don't know if it's wrong necessarily, but I just like Detroit at home. And, and I like the fact, um, and, you know, it's not a whole fight mantra that they have i mean they're a competitive team uh and so i i think they're that close to putting it all together at least that's the feeling in inside the building uh so a good week of practice that's what i'm looking for gil i'm looking for some insiders uh with with some information in terms of how the week of preparation is going because uh, i think the matchup uh, against washington on paper favors detroit and i believe the energy at home uh could help detroit in this football game I want to ask you another one that, that sort of sticks out to you. But before that, I want to ask you specifically about the Seahawks and the Niners. Niners mm-hmm. are, you know, somewhere in the eight and a half, nine point pocket favorite against here, uh, against the Seahawks. Geno Smith and the Seahawks coming off a short week now, where I was talking about yesterday that, uh, you know, around the time that you played in the pros, Mike, I was saying how in those days, quarterbacks got to hold the clipboard for three years, right? right? And so th- this is the thing about the NFL. There are guys who we think of as having bad careers. There are guys who we think of having good careers that I, I I can't prove this, but I believe were created by how they were thrown into the mix early on in their career, right? So uh, if Mark Rippon doesn't hold a, a clipboard for three years, if, if Stan Humphreys doesn't hold for three years, if Trent Green, those are the three I, I brought up yesterday. So Geno Smith, I, I don't believe should be that surprising to people that he's a credible quarterback after playing you know, with Hall of Famers for seven years. And then there's Trey Lance, right on the other side, who is, Mm -hmm. yes, he got to sit for one year, but essentially now is being thrown in because, you know, again, he played at North Dakota State to begin with, 
Um, obviously, Carson Wentz did too, so that you can't make a blanket statement about that. But it certainly wasn't a you know a Power Five program. And now he's being thrown in. Where do you stand on this game? Nine and a half in favor of the Niners. Gil, it's a great point. I mean, I think years ago, the Mark Rippon years and everything like that, the learning curve was so steep. Like you had college offenses, and then you had the pro offenses. Now you have college offenses and the National Football League. So a lot of quarterbacks, they're coming into the league and they don't have that steep learning curve. It's flattened. Uh, And that's Trey Lance. I mean, I think what Trey Lance did in college, Kyle Shanahan's trying to do. um, And and so if you look at how Seattle was vulnerable against the run against Denver on a short week and San Francisco's at home and they're going to display the entire playbook, no weather to to, uh, uh, worry about here. Uh, That could get difficult for Seattle. Very vanilla defense in terms of the passing game, too. Uh, So I I think the running game is going to be a challenge uh, for Seattle, therefore featuring Trey Lance. Now, on the other side, you're right about Geno. Geno, you know, a long time ago since he was a a starter uh, in this league. And so certainly he's going to sit behind Russell. But I, I think he's limited, even though he's serviceable. Like you put DK Metcalf in front of him and Lockett and, and some other guys out there. Uh, Disley, I mean, he's going to he's going to flourish at times, but Denver shut them down in the second half and some habits for Gino in the pocket. And Troy Aikman was spot on with this, uh, just standing and not helping out his offensive line. Maybe the week of preparation, a short week can help him and give give him a chance to understand stepping up in a pocket is really going to help that offensive line. But I don't know if that's going to sink in. And so you got Bosa on the other side, who I believe is better than Chubb, and they got a rookie left tackle. So. The matchups don't favor Seattle on a short week, and they're still celebrating that victory. Uh, it's a big number, though. It's a big number. I mean, maybe you look at some teaser situations on the side of San Francisco if you want. But uh, I, I wouldn't lay it. I mean, it's a divisional game, uh, so keep that in mind as well. Yeah, it's a lot of points. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by any outcome here, quite frankly. If the 49ers mm-hmm. blew them off the field, I don't think I'd be surprised if the Seahawks kept it close. I wouldn't be the, all that surprised. We only have about a minute left here. Is there another game on the Week 2 slate where you're like, okay, that, that, that number does not seem right to me? Yeah, I'm investigating Pittsburgh and New England. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's a home dog, I believe. Yeah, they uh, are, yes. Know, yep, yep, they are. And, you know, I know T.J. Watt's gone and a low total, too. Now, New England's going to have to run the ball, and they're going to have to stick with the run. Um, but if that's the case, then that's a tight game, right, in my opinion. Uh, and so... Pittsburgh are getting points at home, depending on where the line is. I mean, it's one and a half now. I don't know where it's going to close yet, obviously, but uh, Pittsburgh's such a public team, too, so I'm keeping an eye on that. Uh, but I, New England, both teams are going to have to try to run the ball. I don't know if Pittsburgh is going to be that great uh, with the run. I think they're going to have to try to be more explosive against that vulnerable secondary for New England. So, uh, big injury, though, with TJ, but I'm investing that game, investigating that game right now, Gil. Uh, during the week. Yeah, I, I had uh, Pittsburgh favored by a point and a half or what that's worth on guessing line. So I'm, I'm kind of with you as well. Mike, always a pleasure, uh, always a pleasure rather at M.I. Pritchard on the Twitter machine. Was there, was M. Pritchard taken? Is that why you went M.I. Pritchard? You know what? Uh, I tried Mike Pritchard. I should have did Mike Pritchard NFL, but you know, I don't, I don't have that kind of an ego, Gil. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I just went M.I., man. Yeah, a lot of Pritchards out there apparently. Mike, always a pleasure. We'll talk next week. Pleasure is mine, Gil. Great. Have a great week, guys. Mike Pritchard, uh, we're all better for having him here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. We'll come back. Some college football with Pete Futag. Wow, was that a weekend. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video season prep that includes our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long pro tools kelly like our exclusive betting splits no you didn't do it Splitting bets and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights up your betting game sign up on our discounted football special and get vsin pro access to everything we do from now through the super bowl for only 175 dollars or save 50 percent off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long go to vsin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. We get tweets at Beating the Book. I just wanted to read this one because I wanted to make a point on this, Kelly, and uh, bring you in here as well. This is from, uh, we were talking about teasers before. This is from John Blum. I was so hoping it was going to be about chess, but okay. Yeah, no, no. There's plenty of chess ones. (laughs) There's plenty of chess ones. Uh, Why is no one teasing the Seahawks up? I'm a Niners fan, and I don't see any way their offense gets more than two touchdowns. Now, the, the Niners are already, as we talked about, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. So teasing the Seahawks would go from nine-and-a-half to 15-and-a-half, right? Go through the 10 and the 14. Uh, key-ish. Key-ish. Um, and I just want to make the point that, that on this show, what we've tried to be, and we tried to do this on primetime action as well, we try not to be so dogmatic, right, where we're like, ah, oh, if it's not a Stanford Wong teaser, you're the worst person on earth. So here, there's actually a point to be made here. The total is 42-and-a-half. Yes. So teasing the Seahawks in that respect to 15 and a half is actually, I get, I get it. Like, I think that's actually a pretty interesting bet. Yeah. I don't have a problem with, uh, with it at all. You and I were discussing this off air. I, you know, I made a similar one last week. As soon as I woke up so- Sunday and saw what that weather looked like in Chicago, I, I didn't feel t- comfortable taking the bears at, at, at uh, plus six and a half or seven, but I was like, whatever, I'll take, I'll take them on a teaser up to, up to 13. There was a teaser leg. I loved last week, the Minnesota Vikings. So I just, Threw in another one with them, um, and look when you when you're talking about totals that are that low, you have to factor that in. And if you're getting that many points with a total that low, I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. I don't either. Don't just wanted to uh, just wanted to shout him out um, for that because I think again it it, it deserves to because we talk about oh hey look long and and everything else. Well, okay, everything has its own uh, calculus to make it. So with a total that low, I get it. And we just wanted to point that out. Let's talk some college football. Uh, not only was the NFL just unbelievable this weekend, but college football, my goodness. I even said it earlier in the week where I'm like, does anybody know anything in college football? And I'm, and I'm not picking on any one person. I'm just saying the sport is so absolutely out of control that it, it that to wrap your head around it, or certainly in an offseason, seems like a, a crazy thing. Ben Fox, our own Ben Fox, had a great tweet. Um, he had a couple great ones this weekend, but one of them was he had to do with uh, the the number one through eight seeded teams, not seeded, but ranked teams in the country. None of them covered the spread. And, of course, in the case of Texas A&M, losing outright as 18-point favorites against Appalachian State. In the case of Notre Dame, as 20-and-a-half-point favorites, uh, losing outright in their ball game as well. And then there was Alabama, who probably should have lost 
uh, as huge 21-and-a-half-point favorites. What a weekend. We bring in Pete Futak from College Football News. What do you make of all of that, man? I yeah, you thought the NFL was good. Uh, like I, it was fun and entertaining because it's the NFL. But man, those early games, especially compared to the, I, I love it. I want awesome games. I thought those kind of struggled until the very end. Then the overtimes were great and everything. But you're right. I've never seen anything like week two of that college, this college football season. It's ne- we've ne- what was the stat we've had? There were like three 17 plus point favorites that either didn't cover or lost or something. It was, you've ne- there's never ranked in the top 10 or some crazy stat, but like we've never seen anything like this before. What, what do you make of Alabama? Cause, cause a lot of people were saying, Oh, Nick Saban knows it's his best team ever. And you know, we remember some particularly like great Alabama defenses, like the Jonathan Allen defense. I'm like, really greatest team ever. Uh, they get so much help in this game. Obviously the big one was the, uh, the non safety call, um, and I was, that was actually right. They, there was other ones. That was actually technically it was bizarre as that was. That one was actually technically correct. I, However, you know, I don't, dead. I don't know that it was because it's like okay, that wasn't a, you know, they had to choose something there. Like, and it, I don't know that it was technically right. I'm not 100. He wasn't con- down, and he wasn't. It, it actually, but the, then it's the, not it, an intentional grounding. Like, I mean, it's they, not. They, call, they couldn't review that. They never. Call, they missed that. So they, they missed it. Is my point. That's no, they, it, they, yeah. They, but the review, they got it technically right compared to what they could. It was bizarre, though. You're right, though. They got but lucky. to your point, yeah. there were 15 penalties. There should have been, like, 25. Mm-hmm. Like, they, Joel they had, Klatt used my line. I mean, you can't call everything, but they were grabbing on every single downfield pass play. They they should have been hit for a whole lot more penalties than that. They had 15 penalties by the end of the third quarter and then none after that. And, of course, the big thing also is that Texas lost their starting quarterback, Quinn Ewers, who was phenomenal. Yep. He was phenomenal up to the point that he had to leave the game. And then Hudson Card was, you know, had a hitch in his giddy-up when he was playing, right? He was yeah. limping. So I just say to you, I like... Uh, are we sure Alabama's at the top of college football? I I never. You you mentioned the same thing that I've I've heard from so many different people. I was literally just in Alabama yesterday with it, and just everyone had the same thought before. Like, oh, this is Nick Saban's best team. Yeah, it's like I don't. I'm with you. No, I I don't think this is. It got kind of conveniently blown off all off season. That okay? Where's your Jerry Judy? Where's your next uh, Devonte Smith? Where's your next Amari Cooper? Where, where, where is this next wide receiver who's about to pop up like Jamison Williams and John Mechie did? And everyone's like, "Oh, it's Alabama. We got transfers coming, and everything's going to be fine." As it turns out, their wide receivers didn't even make get on the plane for that game. That was a problem. They fixed the offensive line. Bryce Young's Bryce Young. The running game is fine. But you're right. That looked like a team that was very glitchy. With that said, if you remember, last year at this exact time, they were a bad two-point conversion play call by Dan Mullen and staff away from having to go to overtime with Florida. They lose to Texas A&M. They've lost before under Nick Saban against teams like Ole Miss and A&M early in the season. And they kind of tweak and fix the glitch and everything goes on. Let's see what they do against Louisiana and Monroe this week because that should be a true practice scrimmage. They need to tune everything up. All right, what do you like? Uh, what do you like this week in college football? And by the way, Pete, let me just apologize to you because I owe you a bunch of text with picks. I'm really oh, slacking. You're a busy. You're the hardest working man in the in the business. <laughs> no, I, I'm just happy no. Gil Alexander answers my text. Oh, stop it! Uh, BYU, Oregon, Penn State, Auburn. I don't know which way you want to go. Maybe somewhere else. I, yeah, you know, I kind of like again. This is not a marquee week of games. I mean, there just aren't the everyone's kind of gearing up for the big uh, yeah. conference stuff happening before. So a little bit of a down week, which always means something funky's going to happen. Uh, and you're right, you as you kind of teased coming in. If Marshall can show up and take down Notre Dame and Notre Dame, if Appalachian State can take down Texas A&M, what what are we in for this week? Uh, because what we are seeing is just better quarterback play across the board because of the transfer portal. So a lot more even games. I you mentioned Penn State Auburn. That I want to see what Penn State does because they they kind of sputtered a little bit to start against Purdue. Uh, and then they rolled Ohio, who destroyed Florida Atlantic the week before. But they, Penn State looked the part. Auburn's been struggling to start the season and weren't great against San Jose State. I, I want to see Penn State go on the road and win this thing because I think they're a little better than we think they are. Uh, I like them in that. And overall, I'm not going to say Toledo's going to beat Ohio State. It's not going to happen. But the 30, it was 32 for a while, and I think it's 31-ish. That's a lot of points to be given away 
to a team that's probably going to win the MAC, that has enough talent to, to hang in there. And if you remember, last year's team, I know it's last year and it's the past, but a lot, this is a veteran team that did this last year, almost had Notre Dame beaten in South Bend. Uh, Toledo's traditionally been pretty decent in non-conference games. They lose. They, they lose by a few touchdowns, and I don't think Ohio State sweats it. But that 32-ish is a lot of points there for an Ohio State team that's still trying to find its way offensively. Let me just ask this, because it, it, it leaps to mind. Scott Frost obviously finally fired at Nebraska. It just didn't work out. That's the understatement of them all. Boy, did it not work out. They didn't even wait for the buyout to go down to $7.5 million on October 1st. They, did, they were like, it's $15 million, get him out of here. Marcus Freeman and Notre Dame, I'm not trying to suggest it's the same thing. But if they, they're 10 and a half point favorites against Cal, just walk with me on this. If they, if they lose this game, if they lose this game and go 0 and 3, what are we talking about here with Notre Dame? Like, how long is that going to last? Try it's the way he's the first head coach in Notre Dame history to lose his first three games. And it wasn't just, you know, losing him, it's how. Uh, the collapse in the bowl game against Oklahoma State. They they looked fine against. That was a, that was a fine loss against Ohio State on the road. Everyone's like, okay, you know, they were competitive. They were in there. Right, defense uh, is good. Yeah, and, and I, you can't lose to Marshall at home, but Marshall's got a defense. I mean, they've got guys at running back, and that was a pretty good. But like, they're not going to fire him. They're not going to get rid of him. But it just shows that they just need a whole lot more help on the offensive side. I think they're going to beat Cal pretty easily this week because Cal hasn't shown much yet. But to your point, if they lose to Cal, there's a whole lot of discussions happening. All right, we got to run, but let me just ask you this. What's the team that has surprised you the most nationally? Like, What's the team where you look look across the landscape and you're like, oh, they could really actually be a thing? I'm not going to say surprise me because I kind of thought this was going to happen, but they're they're every bit as good. Forget the defensive line. USC, if you look at their schedule, you look at what's coming up next. Notre Dame is very beatable. They got to deal with some other tough games. They got to go to Utah, but I think USC is, they're not going to win the national championship, but I'm going to stick with my call. They're going to make the college football playoff. If I could have laid minus 500 on that, I would have. I knew that was going to be your answer. Thank you, Peter. Great talking to you as always. I I owe you a text. At Pete Futak, F-I-U-T-A-K, on Twitter. College Football News, where he plies his trade, collegefootballnews.com. Josh Towers in studio. Baseball next. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip. Right here, it's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, in studio, I love just people just rolling in studio. We love it. <laughs> Our own Josh Towers, who uh, yeah. you know hangs out at the South Point from time to time for various reasons. Just to see you boys. Just to and see girls. us. Yeah, just that's it. To no other us. reason. So uh, I have so much to ask you about. Oh, well, they finally told me the lock code to get in, so I just hang out here when no one's here. Yeah, <laughs> Our, it's a very high <laughs> high tech security system. That's a terrifying it. thought. If Towers knows that, <laughs> yeah. oh man. What's Josh doing in the uh, studio? Sitting <laughs> there by himself with the lights off. A very high tech security it system is. we have. I, okay, I have a lot to ask you. But first, right. first football, which I know you weren't expecting. Are you in contest? Are you betting football? How much football do you bet? Yeah, obviously uh, anything fantasy I do. Contest I didn't jump into this year. I have done it plenty of times in the past. Um, and then, yeah, I bet football. I don't overly jump into football bets early. Like, uh, baseball still going on. I still think there's a lot of value in plays. I'm a huge UFC better as well. And I feel like the books oh, do a really, really good job with, with NFL. So I wait to, like, I try to pick my spots with the NFL and college. I don't, I don't, like, just abandon everything else and jump into it. I think early it's very difficult. Because you were commenting when I was talking about the yeah. Seahawks and the Niners, you're like, you're, you, you are not. Well, I took the, the I took the over in the first half of the Seahawks Bronco game, and so I watched the entire game at dinner, and it, I just, I just think there's a massive overreaction to that team. Uh, and again, I always think week one of the the basketball tournament. I think week one of the NFL college football. We're all even. Like we're so excited to just be there and come out the tunnel for the first time and the excitement of all of it. Uh, then I'm not thinking about anything negative. We're good. We're bad and different. I had a bad game, and I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just so happy to be here that we're all equal at some point. And then it starts to slowly set itself in, and reality becomes reality in a couple weeks, right? So I think there's a massive overreaction. Like everybody's on Aaron Rodgers. I feel like Aaron Rodgers every week one that he plays, he puts up a dud, and then he puts up four touchdowns the next week. For those who don't know, Josh Towers not only uh, Veasan's own Josh Towers, but former major league pitcher uh, with the uh, Jays, Yankees, and Orioles. Um, who gave up Barry Bonds' 747th career ding dong? I should point out, and and I just want to I just want to mention this. Oh, by the way, oh we have a we have a Josh Towers graphic. graphic. Except I need to add that to the list. 
My favorite one's the bottom. God, that's where I used to shave. First, First pitcher, pitcher in Blue, Blue Jay, Jay history to have a single-digit uniform number. How Ooh. did that conversation go? Where you're like, that. I want a single digit. No, I got called up at Yankee Stadium, and it's all they had in the trunk. And he said, uh, he goes, you can change it when you get back to to Bolt or sorry, Toronto. And I said, uh, nope. Well, I mean, some pretty famous guy in New York wore number seven. You mind if I just keep it? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. Can, I had no idea that pitchers didn't wear single digits. Can we do uh, 90 seconds of sports talk radio for a second? Man. My friend Mark Borchard was on with us yesterday. I like Mark. I love Mark. Uh, Mark and I go way back. Mm-hmm. But Mark said something yesterday, and I got to admit, I was oh, like, yeah, you got to yeah. be kidding me. So he says, he goes, yeah, uh, Aaron Judge now is, uh, you know, now he's four away from this, he used the phrase, hallowed record of 61 home runs. And I said to him, like, I go, except it's not the record. You know, I'm sorry, did that ball not go off that bat over that fence 73 times with Barry Bonds? So this, like, th- can we stop saying that this is the record? It's driving me crazy. Yeah, let's cross them all out, right? David Ortiz just went in the Hall of Fame, and he took steroids knowingly. Thank and we you. saw that, right? There's a lot of things, and cues whatever you want to accuse of, but I could tell you off air, like if I had a lot of coaches that played back in the day that tell me stories. And if you think that everybody was clean pre-2002, you're out of your mind. And I'm not accusing anybody of anything that I didn't actually see. But to act like Barry Bonds isn't the greatest player and the home run champion, you're just an idiot. It's simple. He's the wow. greatest player of all time. Well, there's that. Um, he's also head of that list for most home runs and stolen bases, like over the 300 right. to 500 club. He's, he's on all those lists. Hall of Famer before he ever <laughs> took anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, but uh, I like what Judge is doing. It's a phenomenal. He's season. amazing. It's his. He's amazing. Three ten single handedly dragging them to the division championship. And he turned down a 220 million dollar contract to go. I'll prove this to you. That's my favorite thing about yeah. it. Right. And the guy has handled everything well. His stats are amazing. The Yankees would be in trouble without him. Let's be honest. But. Um, and he, That's what it is. And your instinct is, despite your own personal feelings, that he will be the MVP. I still think Shohei Otani is, but I think the, the voters will give it to Aaron just because. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, over 61 and a half now, minus 475. This was a virtual oh, take coin flip yesterday. That escalated quickly. That, this, that guy that got, really escalated quickly. What is he, he's got to go uh, he was, five home runs in, what, 20 days? Well, yeah, yesterday it was 7-21 and 21 games. Now it's 5-20. and 20. So this was like a coin flip yesterday. And uh, two smackaroos, and look at what it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Still tempting on the under, huh? And again, with the Yankees... They have the the reason that the that the Jays and the Rays were still behind the eight balls. They they had these nine games against each other, and it's worked out perfectly for the Yankees so far. Just alternating wins, so they can't gain any ground on the Yankees. So I think the Yankees will well, get home. And then what happens if the Yankees happen to clinch with ten, let's say ten games to go or something like that? What happens then? Oh. Does he sit? Not if the records, uh, not if the Amer- not, record, not if the American not- League record and and Yankees record. Yeah, is we can in go sight. with the Yankees record or Roger Maris's or whatever. But like, right? They're not going to play him just to play him and risk injury. They're worried about winning a pennant. I promise you, none of these records mean anything to Cashman, Booney, and him. They so the playoffs I, mean everything. And, and Aaron Judge himself says seventy three is the record. Right. So, so he don't care. So if, if so, I said this also yesterday. I said just just for giggles, if Aaron Judge ends up with fifty nine. 59. The, I'm just making it as, as ridiculous as possible that he has a 5 in front of the number, right? That is not a 6. If he ends up with 59 and Shohei somehow hits 6 and ends up with 40, 40 homers and 200 strikeouts, they're still giving it to Judge. Really? I mean, come on, how ridiculous. Again. But I guess they are. I'm not biased. Shohei Otani is the MVP. Sure it's he just is. what he's doing is it's, it's always, he's, he's the walkway MVP, and if you don't like it, then somebody else do something better or yeah. more. This is not enough for me. Judge is not enough. For not you. enough for me. No. Not enough for no. Well, um, I want to. I want to circle back to this judge number real quick because I'm looking up. That's the one over at DraftKings right oh, now. Gil. These, these vary, do they? The, w- William Hill did not have it posted this morning when I checked there. It is up now. Sixty-two plus home runs is how they're framing it at William Hill. Essentially the same. Thing. Sixty-two so, plus. Yes, minus three twenty. The no plus two sixty. So that number very different than what you're seeing over at DraftKings. Sure is. And I, so sixty-two is an under. Yeah, the, the points you guys are making, I think that under 61 and a half at plus 340, it might be some value. Do you really believe that if he got to 59 with 10 games left and they clinched the division that he wouldn't play as much anymore? He's not going to play as much. As now, much. but like, They're going like, to back like, off some games. They're going to give these guys some rest, especially him some rest. He, he'll get like the Yankees always do this, right? Well, watch every last series of the year from when they had all their winning teams. And uh, it's like the – the two games, like Friday, Saturday, they won't play, and then Sunday they'll get some reps in to be ready for the playoffs. So, so like at least that last series, he's going to miss probably two of those games if they have already clinched. 
you imagine if he ends up on 59 because of that? It happened all the time. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's how they do it. It's always... Yeah, but you don't think for that, for the Yankees' all-time record, for the American League all-time record, they wouldn't... Wow. And that's the one. I know everyone. Everybody brings up Yankees for the Yankees record for obvious reasons, right? But it's the look. We can talk about Bonds and and all those guys, Bonds and Sosa and McGuire, all those guys in the NL, right? But that AL side of it is pretty huge. Like the fact that you could capture the AL record is incredible. To me. It's just because it stood for so long. It was Babe Ruth, and then Roger took it over in '61, I believe, was it the year? Uh, 61 or 61, yes. was that it? Do you ever see the Billy Crystal thing, 61 with the asterisk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it stood it was for so long. Because it was 162 games, Babe did it 154. Or 100, was it? Yeah, they, I mean, because they died, yeah. it was 140, 154, 140. Like the games, like we have, we have more games nowadays as well, right? Exactly. Uh, so then Rogers took it and, he, and it stood till Barry did it in whatever year Barry did it in the 2000s. And so that's why I think like it was always ingrained in us. Um, until Barry also broke Babe Ruth. So a lot of people don't want to acknowledge Barry Bonds. It's not because he didn't hit that many home runs. It's just it stood for almost 100 years or whatever it stood for, right? Like, and so tradition and history and growing up and youth and my grandpa and my father and me, it was always somebody else. And then all of a sudden one day some guy recently took it over and it's hard to like go back on. There's Babe Ruth candy bars, right? Like there's things that's just ingrained in yeah. us about the history of the game. I think that's all it is with Roger Maris. I mean, it's great, but I don't think that – He's not going to cry if he doesn't hit 61. A little bit more of a sports talk here because the reason that I love baseball and I think the reason that most people love baseball is because of what you just said, the tradition, right? right? The tradition of the game. Are you as put off by these rule changes as I am going into next year? It's another reason we can't compare stats, by the way, and home runs and generational stuff. Like, we change the rules every day. Every year, midseason, we change rules. We have two more rule changes coming next year that players are making fun of on the field in TikTok videos, like with the bases <laughs> and joking around, Rich Hill. And and it's just like— Bases getting bigger. The, banning the shift, to me, is is what it says about baseball. It's like, you couldn't strategize your way around it. So now we're going to have to but change But we do that rules. in life every day, Gil, where we at the clock. We do this in life every day. But for baseball, doesn't it bother you, though? But, but it's just, a, it's just a, it's, we're just taking life and putting it into sports, right? We cry about yeah. everything. We want everything faster. We want everything now. We're in a hurry right. all the time. And so we got players crying that they're down. I'm not willing to go the other way, so I think it's messed up because I want to pull the ball and hit home runs because you guys, whatever. And so I'm not willing to make an adjustment. So you make the adjustment for me make it easier for me. So, again, hitting one – we have five guys in lineups hitting over or under 200. It's okay now. It's okay to hit. Can you imagine hitting 190 oh. and even showing your face in public? We, I mean, we used to make fun of Dave Kingman when he hit 37 or, or 40 Deere. home runs. Right. Anybody, they had strikeouts. Mm -hmm. We were like, oh, God. The, and now it's guys. cool. Now it would be, are you kidding me? He's perfect. Uh, Kyle Schwarber got 70 million. Just throwing that out there. Uh, what's that say again? Kyle, Kyle Schwarber got 70 million to hit a buck 90 and 37 home runs. That thing about never just bunting the other way on a shift. Have you. Were, I think I've screamed that more at a baseball TV screen than any other <laughs> phrase or just over stay the last. The ball. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's just like the quarterback and, and the, sneak. The closer we are to the ball, the easier it is the other way as well. So I don't know. We're gonna look at uh, ALCS and NLCS exactas with Josh on the other side. Get his overall thoughts on baseball. It is a numbers game at Veasan, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK systems sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. And Josh Towers, VEASAN's own Josh Towers, former major leaguer, kind enough to join us in studio here at the South Point. Um, whole bunch to get to. Last thing about the pitching change, because I want to get some betting odds with you. Yep. The pitch clock. I have argued that this might have the most betting implication of everything, particularly with relievers, because the Aroldis Chapmans of the world won't be able to, just like, let's say, in his heyday, right? He won't be able to throw his 100-mile-per-hour fastball and then circle the mound five times for as long as he wants before he throws his next pitch. <laughs> and so I think there are like there, there might be an early in-game or, or even pre-flop opportunity for baseball betters next year where they're not aware that it's going to be more, more of a, a more run-heavy uh, environment. Less runs. Uh, you think less runs? Way less runs. Really? Way less runs. That's what I'm saying. It's actually going to benefit guys like him. So back when I came up with the Orioles, we had this thing called the 12-second rule. We didn't know what it was. We were just told if we threw a quality pitch and got a good result that he wanted us back on the mound to throw the same pitch within 12 seconds. So they taught us to work fast, and we had no idea why. We tried to explain it to us, but we're kids. We didn't pay any attention. As my career went on, <laughs> I understood this. And so I've always watched. You watch baseball today. The guys who take their time, 20, 30, 40 seconds in between pitches, it gives hitters time to reset, to process, to think about, to visualize. They always get rocked. Guys, Burley and these guys who work fast, Fast, they always have more success because I'm just rushing the hitter in a box, and my tendency as a hitter, I'm trying to go fast with the answer, is to swing, not to take, right? So when you feel rushed, you react. So that's why we sometimes wait for a hitter to the guys that take their hand off to call time. I'll wait till I see his hand move, and then I'll throw a pitch because he's going to swing no matter what. I don't throw a strike. The faster I work, the more they force these guys in a box, the more they're going to react and swing at pitches that they're going to be mad about. The offense is going to go down 100%. Do you think what you just said is a widely held belief? I don't think these guys are smart enough to think about this. That's what I mean. Do you right. think that they're smart I, enough? That's to why I that? laugh at a lot of these rules because they put in one rule that helps offense and then they put in two that counter counters it. And I'm like, you guys don't even realize what you're doing. Look at the minor leagues. We're already doing it in the minor leagues. All right, let me ask you. I also said this yesterday. I said, listen, with 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 awards, yeah, we are. The phrase I use is, we're really close to the sun because we're looking at these these betting markets month after month after month. And so in our betting minds, it it can it, it starts to blur with reality where we think oh, well, if the betting market is this, then this must be how voters are going to vote. But I said, I go, I am pretty convinced, and I don't know which market it is, but I am pretty convinced one of these baseball markets is going to be a real shocker to those who who look at betting markets all year. A.L. Cy Young. Framber Valdez has thrown 24 consecutive quality starts. 24. We were just diving even deeper into his fan graphs. Three complete games, Right. And he's got four or five more starts to go. Let's say four more starts with 20 games left. He's 80 to one 
Come on. Yeah, he's uh, first in innings pitched. I think he's uh, seventh in strikeouts. He's second in wins. His ERA is near the top as well. Um, yeah, he's fifth in ERA. Um, he's got three starts left, and he's done nothing but throw complete games. Or sorry, quality starts, which is also something we factor in. It's a legit stat. Uh, he's he should be like eight to one, not sixty or seventy-one. Like I think it's a phenomenal play if you can get it at sixty or eighty to one. What we're seeing well, on the graphics well, right you now, you can at BetMGM yeah. with the amount of starts he has left. And they're not starters. We don't. We're not missing starts coming in. We're staying on routine to get ready for the postseason. Where batters will take a little bit of time off. It's different for us. That's an unbelievable number right there. This is a tweet. Shohei's got a higher or lower than him, and Shohei can't win the Cy Young. Shohei can't win the Cy. No. This is uh, Jeff Dupuy. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He said, uh, back to your judge comments about perhaps sitting him. He said, will the Yankees be less likely to play judge at the end if they think he signs elsewhere in the offseason? No. Obviously, assuming they clinch division, of course. No. They, not, what his future, whether it's in New York or somewhere else, has nothing to do with right now and winning a, a World Series. That's all, that's all Cashman and these boys think about is how do we win this World Series? That's it. And how do we get there? Healthy, because I still have guys that need to be healthy. How do I get there healthy? That's all they're thinking about. They're going to the postseason. We know that for sure. Yep. Winning the division is so massively important to the Yankees. That's their next goal, which they're close to doing. You don't like how their pitching sets up in the postseason. Though. I think it's awful. Yeah, yeah they have, they've really gone the wrong way the second half of the season. What was your comment? Fourth inning on, they're in big trouble. Well, now it is. Yeah, you see what's yeah. happening, right? They don't have, I mean, again, the whole first half of the season go back. Like, everybody went seven innings every start and just set the tone for this entire team for the homes or whatever the kid's name is that had 30 scoreless. Like, they, they were set up to, to pitch in their bullpen roles perfectly. And then all of a sudden, no one's going seven. They're going five, four. And these guys are pitching way more. And then they start to get rocked and they don't know when their name's getting called. It, like, they have to get back to my starters dictate the pace. So we were going to do this. Kelly and I were going to do this, the first segment of the show. But then, Kelly, it's fair to say we strayed with breakdancing and other subjects? Look, we had some we had some big-time news we had to discuss in that first segment. We and, did. You know, we're yeah. always going to come at, attack this at a journalistic standpoint, <laughs> and you got to get to the big news first, Gil. Yeah, okay? so, so, yeah. Big news in chess, Josh. It's a whole story. I'll tell you off air. I'm listening. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't need to repeat it. Um, <laughs> so this is these are National League Championship Series. We'll get to the American League in a moment. These are exact results. Exactas, as we call them in uh, horse racing. These are courtesy of DraftKings. So NLCS, obviously. Seven game series? Yeah. Yes. NLCS is a seven game series. Um, remember the playoffs again this year start with uh, two buys for the number one and two division winners. And then the third best record wise division winner takes on the third wild card team in a best of three, all at the division winners' ballpark. Number one and number two wild card team play each other, all at the number one wild card team's ballpark. But this is advancing past that and the division series into the championship series. And it makes sense that the two Dodgers Mets outcomes would be the short shots, right? Dodgers to beat the Mets plus 475, Mets to beat the Dodgers plus 550. Uh, they're pitching. Both teams sets up very nicely, I would say. And then every every other sort of combination you could get here comes after that. Mets beating the Braves at eight to one, Dodgers beating the Cardinals, Braves beating the Mets, the only other ones in single digits. What do you like here? Do you like anything beyond those top ones? <laughs> I, I, all I know is the Braves won the World Series last year. Yeah, Braves That's beat what Dodgers. I know, and I'm seeing them at the bottom of the list on a lot of these things. Braves beat Dodgers twenty one to one. If the Dodgers and Mets play, and I've been anti Mets for years, you guys know that. If the Dodgers and Mets play, the Mets are winning. Because of the pitching. Yeah. So you would take the five fifty, the plus five fifty over the plus. And they'll come back early. Max will come back early, and Jacob will force himself to come back early because he's probably going to opt out. So yeah, I, I think uh, in that particular case, I'm taking the Mets over over the Dodgers for sure. There's a lot of good ones here, right? I was going to say, is Dodgers beat Braves and Braves beat Dodgers the two best bets on that board though? I, I think so. The Dodgers, like, look at like the Padres, right? When they face them, and I think it's who's pitching today for the Padres. Is it Clevenger? Look how good he kind of has been. And then look at his last three. I got Rock games, and they're all versus the Dodgers. Yeah. Like, we just mentally check out because we assume they're really good, and so we start to give credit before just location. And so a lot of pitchers get beat ahead of time when they play the Dodgers. And so Anderson, Tyler, and these boys reap the rewards going 15-3 and three when they were 7-12 and 12 before. 
Dodgers already division winners on the cusp of 100 wins. By the way, for those just listening and not watching, Dodgers beat Braves is 17 to 1. Braves beat Dodgers. Might be a bad example, real quick. Might be a bad example, but they just clinched for the what ninth time in 10 years, right? Yep. So they're going to start resting guys, but their lineup is so loaded. You got Bellinger hitting ninth and stuff. <laughs> it's right, so, it's, so when you see a rested Dodger lineup, you also see a pretty loaded Dodger lineup. So it's kind of a bad example, but watch what they start to do with their players. Real quick on the ALCS, uh, Exactas as well available. Braves, Braves, at are, sorry, Astros, Astros, and more Astros. Astros beat Yankees, Yankees beat Astros, no. plus th- 370, plus 425. Then every other outcome is double. Oh, so we're, oh, ALCS. Yeah, so the Astros beat the Yankees. I don't think the Yankees get there, so the Astros are beating somebody else. Say again, Josh? Say again. I don't think the Yankees get to the ALCS, so I think the Astros are going to beat somebody else in the ALCS. So Astros beat Guardians is 12, 12 to, one. to 1. Astros beat Blue Jays 28 to 1. Astros beat Rays 18 to 1. It's I more like that. it right there, huh? You like that, huh? Astros beat Rays 18 to 1. Okay. How about Astros over Blue Jays 28 to 1? Yeah. Well, again, just cross out the first one, in my opinion, and then I just get 12 to 1, 18 to 1, 28 to 1. So I'm, if I'm right, then we're profitable somewhere, right? Good, good on DraftKings for putting these up. I don't know how many other books have these. I up. haven't seen these before. Yeah. We've seen World Series, obviously. Those are pretty much in every book, but right, I've never yeah. seen ALCS and NLCS. Yeah. I like it because there's, uh, well, in the AL, we kind of know what the playoff teams are with apologies to the Orioles. So you could pretty much get every outcome here. Yeah, I think that's decided. I mean, yeah. even if you look at the wild card, where we have Baltimore's five back, six and a half back for Chicago, yeah. I think that that's, uh, that's too much to overcome at this point. So I think, yeah. I agree. I think we're set. Seattle's a very dangerous team. By Un- the way. You said Mark Borcher said the same thing. So Seattle is the sneaky team. And they always score in the first inning and set the tone right away for their team. I don't see any Mariners outcomes up here, so they must be longer. Orioles beat the Yankees 2,000 to 1. Book it! <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have one. Mariners, Yankees beat Mariners 12 to 1. Mariners beat Yankees 18 to 1. And so what's the only other thing? It's Hold St. On. Louis and Milwaukee. I got to do this, Josh. Thank do you, it. Josh, by the way. Uh, just a reminder, shopping numbers, absolute key to making money betting sports. For example, judge home runs over 61 and a half, minus 475 at one shop, minus 320 at another. And keep in mind, you might sit. That's our pro tip of the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 a day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Enjoy from VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.